Blog Talk Radio. Self-sabotage. The paradox of success is we want it, but we don't want to do what we need to do to get it. To reduce the guilt for not achieving what we want, we sabotage our efforts, creating instead an escape that leaves us looking more like a victim than a cop-out. However, today I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out of your hiding, and I'm going to ask you not to hide your greatness anymore and cover your own path to success. Is it possible that you are shooting yourself in the foot, the very foot, that you should move forward with? You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Behrman here. Our website is DebtFreeWealthRadio.com. Debt Free Wealth Radio is a production of TrudyBehrman.com. Thank you for taking me along with you as you listen in on your mobile phone, on the web, through Stitcher Radio or iTunes Podcast. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that I intend to inform, inspire, and ignite you to enjoy lifestyle upgrades the debt-free wealth way. Today's topic is breadwinner. You may be sabotaging your own success. Learn how? Stop now. Self sabotage. Like I said, the paradox of success is that we want it, but we don't want to do what we need to do to get it. And often we reduce our guilt of not achieving what we want by sabotaging our efforts and creating an escape that allows us to look and feel more like a victim than a couple. But I'm calling you up today from hiding your greatness and covering up your own path to success. Is it possible that you are shooting yourself in the foot, the very foot that you should be using to move yourself forward? The paradox is that to get to where we want to go, we have to leave the place we know. To move from the comfort zone to the unknown is both scary and exciting, and that is where the paradox lies. No one wants to volunteer for pain, but the pain is gain definitely applies here. To get to the mountaintop, we just got to climb, and climbing is difficult and dangerous. And so we justify that maybe it isn't worth it, and we abort shortly after starting. We all have the potential for greatness, but we will not all achieve greatness. Few of us, few of us are willing to get out of our own way. So just as an administrative uh, bit here, I have decided to change the format of Debt-Free Wealth Radio. Instead of doing my traditional 30-minute show, I've decided to shorten the show to approximately 15 minutes and just offer a portion of the content to the general public, and the rest of the show will now be available to those who sign up for a free membership and listen to the whole presentation on my website. So if you are ready to stop the self-sabotage, this is basically the strip tease to the full disclosure. 
To learn more, all you have to do is, however you found this show page today, look back at the description area. There will be a link to the site where you can sign up for the free membership and listen to the rest of the content. You see, I want to know who is listening to me. I want to know who has an interest in what I'm sharing, and that's why this membership is free. But for the past three three years, I've been sharing very valuable content here on Debt Free Wealth Radio, and so far more than 75,000 of you have listened in to me at one point or another, but I just don't know who you are. So I've decided that from here on, if you find this content valuable, then I'm going to, the same way that I freely share this content with you, I hope that you will see it fit to freely share with me the fact that you do find this content valuable and connect with me to hear more. So let's get back to the topic of today, self-sabotage. We all do it. This is a fact, and even the most evolved of us have done it, and will do it again at some point in our life. So today, this is part one in the series, and the rest of the series will be behind the free membership site on my website at trudybearman.com. But again, look in the description of however you found this show today, and there will be a link to that. However, this is brand new, um, a brand new feature, and like any new technical thing, there may be some glitches. So if you've just signed up, this is actually set to launch the 21st of June. So it, just give it a, a little chance and all the information and future shows, um, the balance of the shows will be behind that free page. I really do hope that you will consider signing in. So let's pick up the pace right here. And uh, you see, the reason for the whole self-sabotage thing, guys, is that growth and expansion, as those terms suggest, require going beyond your present state. If you're building muscles, for example, that's going to take force, resistance, and work, which manifests itself as pain, sweat, and discomfort before the muscles show up. If you're climbing a mountain, it takes pain, sweat, and discomfort, and sometimes even death in the process. And most of us just celebrated a graduation or the graduation of a loved one. I certainly did. My son just graduated from Stanford University. And guys, to further your education takes time. Focus away from other fun activities. It sometimes takes money and testing before the certification and the credentials are offered to you. Many of you may even start, but so many more quit before they finish. And that's why graduation is such a thing to be celebrated, because so many quit before they finish. To get to where we want to be means leaving the comfort of, of the known, of where we are right now. And that process is both scary and exciting. Paul Shields created a quadrant that he outlines what I think is the most brilliant explanation of this whole process. Now, I know this is radio, so you can't see it, but bear with me as I try to verbally describe this quadrant for you. So imagine uh, a box with four areas. In the top left is present positive. Below that is present negative. To the top right, future positive and below that, future negative. 
Now imagine those four uh, boxes sit inside of uh, an axis. So on the y-axis, we have negative experiences and positive experiences. And on the x-axis, we have present situation and future situation. So basically what, is, what uh, Mr. Scheele is suggesting here is that when we, when we move forward in life, we, in our present situation, we may be experiencing a positive or a negative. Or in our past, we may have experienced present, uh, positives or negatives. Going forward into the future, we can anticipate positives or negatives in our future situation. And we never really always go from a present positive to a future positive or from a present negative to a future negative. It's kind of all mixed up. Sometimes we can move from a present negative to a future positive or from a present positive to a future negative and, and, and just, it just goes back and forth. There is no guarantee of tomorrow. And it really would be cool if we could grow, expand, and succeed from a positive experience to a future positive situation. But the reality is that for many of us, and certainly for me, my past negative experience, such as the recession, led to a future positive future in that I'm resolved to enjoying lifestyle upgrades, the debt-free wealth way. But for some of you, that same recession was, not, was a negative experience that has continued a trajectory of a negative future situation. Some of you have already or will in the near future experience foreclosure, repossession, and maybe even a loss of your self-identity. You see, what scares a lot of people from deciding to start their own business or moving forward and growing their business is the fact that a future positive experience or a future positive situation is not guaranteed. And if you are currently in pain in your present situation, in your present finance, then moving towards something that you perceive is also painful, meaning the process that it takes to achieve that success suddenly doesn't seem so appealing, even while you can dream of future personal success and the ability to control your time and have all the freedom in the world. And that's where the paradox lies. It is possible to dream of success, of money, of, of freedom, but at the same time recognize what it takes to get you there and that process does not of itself seem appealing. And so we come to a place where we feel extremely stuck. And that, that stuck place stops us from achieving our greatness and moving forward. <clears throat> Those of you who know me or have followed me at any level may be aware of my current path to optimum health. Now, in the past, when I was very slim, even athletically built, the fact is that that look of my body was achieved very often by diet pills, crazy diets, and many hours in the gym. There was even a point in my life that I was a fitness trainer to others who wanted to become fitness trainers. Now, I won't say that I didn't have any healthy habits, but my path to an attractive body back then was not truly a healthy path. The path, in my mind, a healthy path was too slow and really not that much fun. Or at least that's the way I used to think about it. Today, I am pursuing health, but rather than weight loss, I'm pursuing 
good health. I'm in my, I'm, I'm almost 50 years old, guys, and honestly, you, your, your priorities do shift. And right now, I'm all about being healthy. So this path is much slower. And I did give up much of my, what used to be my favorite foods, but this time around, I realized that easy was more appealing than difficult, that slow is more doable than fast. And I decided this time that I would only do the things that I knew I would maintain and continue to do. So this time around, guys, I did not join a gym because my history showed that that was a very poor financial decision for me in the past. In the past, I would pay for a gym membership but not get my money's worth of going and using the facilities. So this time around, I bought a Fitbit, which is a device that I wear like a watch. It counts my steps or movements, and it sends that feedback up to a website. I can even send it to social media if I want. See, I knew that walking was easy, much easier than going to the gym and working out. And I decided that I would only do what was easy. But really what I was trying to do is to create an environment for success. Easy is success. I knew I would do easy. And I started out noticing that in any given day that I rarely crossed the 3,000 step mark. So I realized that my lifestyle had slowed to what was pretty much sedentary, sitting at a desk all day, maybe called work, but it was not working my body. So I simply decided to increase that movement to 5,000 steps per day. That was, you know, reasonable. And I decided to ignore the challenge that was set up by the Fitbit and their administrators to encourage me to do 10,000 steps a day because I knew that getting to 5,000 steps a day based on my current lifestyle was already a stretch, and that worked. We're now in mid-June, and I've been able to maintain this 5,000-mile marker, and many times I have hit and surpassed the 10,000-mile marker, and for the first time two days ago, I surpassed 15,000 steps. Now, I have to admit I was en route between San Francisco and Fort Lauderdale, and between the, in, the airports and the in-transits and all that, you know, walking was just the only way to go. So I won't tell you that that's going to always happen again, but right now I am averaging 7,000 steps a day. Instead of ditching all my favorite foods this time around, I decided I would only add one healthier meal per day to my diet. And after I saw that I was losing a few pounds, it made it easier to substitute the second meal or even some of my snacks for healthier choices. To my mother's surprise, when I hooked up with her these last few days, she saw me with a Ziploc bag of cut raw veggies that I was munching on, a far cry from the bag of greasy salty chips that I used to walk with. So in six months, I've lost 20 pounds. And in the past, I could easily have lost that in six weeks, but it was not a weight loss that I could sustain because what it took to do that was not sustainable, and usually I would regain that plus more. So the point I'm really making here, guys, is that positive experiences do make it easier to believe in and move towards future positive situations. And that's what I was really creating for myself, a positive environment. But that is not a reality that happens naturally. Sometimes you need to create that environment or learn how to handle your experiences and still move, move boldly towards the uncertain future. So how do we stop self-sabotage? Well, the first and most important step in that process is to recognize that it is actually happening. You see, Shield gave the example of a woman who was in a course that he was offering. 
And after attending the course faithfully and participating in the course, she came to him and complained that she didn't feel like she was learning anything. Sensing the untold, the things she hadn't really told him, he shared a story with her of a former client who had a similar problem. But in exploring her situation, they realized that she, back in the second grade, her teacher had embarrassed her in front of the class when she stumbled over words while reading out aloud. And this woman that he was now speaking to her face dropped as she shared a similar experience that she had in the fourth grade when her classmates were laughing at her as she struggled to read out loud. And then her teacher announced publicly that she would never amount to anything if she could not read. So her past negative experience showed up as a familiar experience. She, this, this learning environment now felt very familiar, even though it was a completely different experience. So despite trying very hard to pay attention and to learn from the course, she had bought into what her teacher told her many years ago. She believed her teacher when she said she would never amount to anything because she couldn't read. And that end result but every attempt she made to learn something new moving forward was meant with a sense of failure before she even started. But once she realized that this stop sign was in front of her every time she tried to learn something, and she realized that that rhetoric that was in her head was not true. It was not true. She was believing something that was not true. The moment she gave up that belief, she was able to move on, and later on she earned her master's degree with ease. There are many entrepreneurs today who join businesses. Some of you have joined my business opportunity. And you have the hope and the dream of success. But then you come to a halt, never actually achieving it. To pick up the phone and call someone, or to go on stage and make a presentation, or to stand in front of a video camera totally scares you to death. You come to a crossroads where success is on the other side of that place. But to get there, you know you need to face your fear, fear of possible rejection, fear of the world seeing the real you, fear of public speaking. Yet you know intellectually that if you could just do that thing, you would increase your chance of success. Yet the day for making phone calls is suddenly the day that every distraction is permitted. And by the time the day is over, not one phone call was made. It is a constant procrastination, never making that video, never making that presentation. However, rather than admit that you just did not, would not, could not do the thing that needs to be done, you quickly justify your not doing that thing by saying, oh boy, I was just so busy, or, you know, my camera doesn't work, or the economy is just so bad. Nobody wants to join a business anyway. You create a false reality, an alternative scenario for your reason or justification, or as I prefer to call it, your excuse for not doing that thing. Guys, if babies can learn to walk, run, and speak without school, without school, the ability to do great and amazing things is innate and natural to the human race. Learn how to stop shooting yourself in the foot and embrace your inner desire to be all that you can be. Embrace your inner desire to be all that you should be. Embrace your inner desire to be all that you want to be. Now, once again, I'm going to ask you, 
however you found this show page, go ahead and go back through the description area and connect with me for the members only access to the rest of this show. I truly hope you found value so far and that you're curious that this striptease is making you anxious to see the full disclosure. Remember, membership is free. You just got to sign up. And you only have to do that once. Okay, and this is a brand new feature. Like I said, it's set to launch June 21st, 2014. I don't know when you're listening to this show. But once you log in, after that, you'll be able to move forward. So just bear with me if right at this point in time you're having any challenge accessing that page. But it will be, it will be fine. And I do look forward to seeing you inside the free members circle. So join me on the inside of the members circle to finish up this series. Now, guys, I'm super simple to find at TrudyBearman.com, and I do look forward to connecting with you. And the easiest way to connect with me is to download my app to your smartphone. Simply go to the Google Play Store on your smartphone and search for Trudy Beerman and download my app on your Android device. I'm already on, uh, on iTunes, but the app for the Apple devices will be coming soon. So just bear with me on that. So thank you for tuning in to today's show, guys. 2014 is the year for your abundance. So let's pick up the momentum and press on for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Judy Behrman here saying I love you all, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>